Well, joining me now is Tembisa Fakute, who is the director of uh, the Africa-Asia Dialogue. So, Tembisa, thanks so much for coming through to have a word with us. Um, very interesting to look at the interest from uh, countries trying to join uh, the BRICS bloc. And as someone who's worked in the Middle East for a very long time, what's your perspective on what's happening? Well, I think it's interesting, except the fact that Vladimir Putin scripted his speech um, compared to others who had a printed, well-prepared speech. Vladimir Putin looked as if he just wrote his speech. But isn't, <clears throat> it's important to note that President Cyril Maposa is really championing the African cause. Um, uh, Prime Minister Modi has been talking much more about his own country uh, and others, Lula has been again championing African uh, cause, uh, similar to what uh, President Ramaphosa has been doing. So Cyril Ramaphosa, I think, has come up quite as a champion of African cause. He's leading the um, the seven nation uh, African states who are trying to achieve some sort of peace between the Ukrainians and the Russians. And I think as, uh, he has used this platform to push that African agenda, including uh, resuscitation of the, the grain deal, which has since uh, collapsed. Uh, after Vladimir Putin cancelled it. So, but all we, in all, I think Cyril Ramaphosa is kind of, uh, you know, rise to the occasion. But, but we heard uh, Vladimir Putin yesterday saying that, you know, they would be able to supply as Russia. They're expecting a bumper crop uh, once again, and uh, they would be able to close whatever uh, gap there may have been from the supply from Ukraine and also perhaps give some of that for free uh, to struggling nations. Well, that's what he said, and he promised in the past that he was going to give to, I think, six or so nations in including Zimbabwe. But I think, you know, he presented himself as a victim here. Uh, yesterday he said that the reason why the grain deal collapses is because of the Western countries who are intervening and interfering with the process. But actually he started a problem. You know, there was a, a, a very healthy a Black Sea trade, uh, you know, within all the countries that are bothering the Black Sea until he decided to invade Ukraine. Now we find ourselves in this situation and you know, he presented himself as if this problem was created elsewhere. Uh, it was not his problem. So we'll have to wait and see whether he's going to meet his promises. He's promised that he was going to give free grain to those, particularly those who attended, mm -hmm. the 17 that attended out of the 42 last year, uh, that he was going to give them free, free, free grain. So we'll have to wait and see whether those promises are going to be really realized. What is not in dispute is that there are significant geopolitical shifts, you know, uh, whether they are small in some instances, but you can see uh, the sort of movement that is happening. Uh, just judging by the journalists out here, um, um, uh, Commissioner uh, Mike um, Masiapato from uh, the um, Border Management Agency, I spoke to him this morning and he said uh, they processed 1,800 journalists who are here and apparently that number had to be halved. And uh, quite a lot of these journalists from countries whose uh, leaders are looking to join um, the ranks of the BRICS bloc. So what should we make of that? Well, I've been here from yesterday and um, contrary to what the SA authorities have said there have been a lot of empty spaces if you walk around the uh, the media uh, center. But of course, I mean, there are a number of journalists, particularly from those countries that have the ambition of, uh, of joining BRICS. Uh, but I think at the same time, there's, you know, there's been some sort of reluctance um, from others to, uh, to really talk about, about 
the potential of BRICS. Mm. Um, and uh, it is because of the pushback from the United States and other countries uh, who see BRICS as an adversary instead of a contemporary. So that's the only challenge, I think, which has kind of dampened the spirit um, of those that have been observing this process closely. So we look at, uh, you know, you speak of media. So um, uh, 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 there was um, a, a media company from Algeria set up there in the front TV company. And, you know, you look at, uh, for example, the Arab nations. Uh, if Saudi Arabia, for example, were to become a member of BRICS, what would that mean for world politics? Well, it's, it's, a, pos it's, it's a positive... Uh, it's a positive... It's a positive is a positive development, but again, if you look at the, the caliber of the BRICS countries, Saudi Arabia, mustn't, remember, mustn't forget that it's the same country that went to kill Jamal Khashoggi in Istanbul and chopped his body into pieces and dissolved his body. So this is the kind of a country that's going to be coming in Iran. Again, not long ago, killed Maksa Amini, a lady who was accused of not adorning a veil properly. And we've got Egypt, which is full of, the jails are full of journalists and activists. So these are the kind of countries that are coming in. So I'm not quite sure what I was to celebrate. So, but we are part of BRICS, and, and, and even the current BRICS members, they have their issues with regard to human rights um, atrocities. Uh, but the argument would perhaps be, so who doesn't? No, it's true. Uh, but I think they're coming up with a framework, and I think that will help will help a lot, the, the framework in terms of who gets accepted and who doesn't get accepted. So in terms of uh, the South American movement, you know, because there as well, uh, seemingly quite a few countries who would like to join BRICS uh, as well. Uh, again, there's no denying that if BRICS were to expand, uh, that would cause quite a significant shift. Yeah, and it's going to be a healthy shift. I mean, we need an alternative uh, to the IMFs and all the uh, beautiful, you know, uh, uh, Western-sponsored financial Brenton Woods institutions. So we need that, and I think it's going to add to the uh, the healthiness of the financial um, system throughout the world. Well, I hope it will, uh, but we'll wait and see. I tell you what, Tembi Safakute, uh, we'll catch up and see how these things develop, and uh, you know whether anything comes to pass. Because there is, of course, a conversation to be had among the BRICS leaders about expansion of the BRICS block and uh, this is a key, key area that many of these journalists are waiting to hear more about. Uh, but thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, Director of uh, the Africa-Asia Dialogue, Timbisa Fakute, speaking to us there.